0: I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in the Pacific Palisades. And I'm Scott Blakeman in New York City. Today is a day we prayed
1: for when we were in school. A snow day, no school, yay. And it's still kind of fun even as a non-student, unless you actually have to drive on the slick snowy streets. But the people having the most fun today are the weathermen and women, all day today, tonight, into tomorrow. They're the top story, they're the headliners, not the coup in Myanmar. You know, they probably slept overnight at the station and they even might have swapped their suit and tie for a sweater under a jacket or on its own. They're the lucky ones because they're in the studio because then there are the correspondents in the field and their park is buffeted by the 50 mile an hour gusts and the driving snow. They will walk into snow to show us just how deep the snow is. They're not wearing waders since those are more for floods, but they've got
0: their snow boots. It's a snow day, the day they've been waiting for. You know, Scotty, Al Roker is currently the granddaddy of national weather event network weathermen. Indeed, over the years, Al has built up so much trust with his many appearances. I propose, Scotty, the Roker scale to gauge a weather event's importance based entirely on network TV and cable news coverage. Here in the Palisades, it's just chilly and no snow, so we would rate a low 0.03 on the Roker scale. But Scotty, I'm thrilled for your snow in New York. Here, we can only dream of the magic of a snow day, or we can drive up a nearby mountain. But that means putting chains on my tires, and Scotty, I've never done that in my life. I remember days in a New York so blanketed with snow, Scotty, that cars, trucks, and buses were white hillocks, harmless, motionless, as all Manhattan became quiet, still, magical snow city. But your current snow day has made of snow that used to be our rain. That's right. We just had several major downpours that Pounded on our roof here in Los Angeles and made my heart pound with happiness because I don't have to go to a car wash. I hate car washes, Scotty, and have completely avoided them during the pandemic.
1: Well, Tommy, this storm did take a road trip, starting in your beloved California and finally made its way back east, as Angelinos like to say. So, really, this is America's storm, which CNN could use as its slogan for its coverage. And at this divided time in our country, at least catastrophic weather can bring us all together. You know, Tommy, being an apartment dweller, that precludes me from having to engage in the task that is the only unwelcome activity necessitated by snow, shoveling. My only task is to take pictures of the snow from my window and post it on Instagram so people who have the exact same view can see it once again. To the
0: short list of unwelcome activities necessitated by Snow Scuddy, I would also add crossing a Manhattan street when the snow is melting and lakes form at the curbs. This this is when Manhattanites would benefit from wearing waders to make it through those massive ponds of slush. A fashion look normal in the northern lake regions of Minnesota and Wisconsin, as we have noted in past podcasts but has yet to crack the Manhattan scene. The idea of rubber boots that are also big rubber pants just isn't a thing in New York yet. But Scotty, some of these curbside bodies of water formed by melted snow are so immense that the moon's gravitational pull causes tidal movement among them. Although this is pure speculation. I used to shovel our driveway in Libertyville as a kid, Scotty, and the cold weather task always started out fun but became grueling one third of the way down the long driveway and it would often keep some more uh, often c- keep snowing some more negating our efforts at least when Sisyphus was pushing a stone up the mountain the weather was above freezing once or twice my father just paid some guy with a truck and a snow plow who accomplished in 30 seconds what we kids couldn't do in a day but that just happened when Dad wanted to splurge. Next snowfall, it was back to the shovels, and I wouldn't be surprised if we sang a chain gang type songs. Whoa. Oh, dig the snow and toss it aside. Dig the snow and toss it aside. Once we finish, we can go inside, but till then, we must shovel the snow. Well,
1: Tommy, wow, that's a uh, what a song! Incredibly, once again, you've written a scene for a critically acclaimed speculative film that will be, uh, I'm sure, a Bafo Christmas hit in theaters. You know, the suburban Shane gang imagery is a powerful one that will elevate this from a feel-good Hallmark production to a Sundance-bound
0: indie. Scotty, my first winter in Manhattan, there was snow, but Dorman shoveled it. The fact that I, I never that I'm never expected to shovel snow in Manhattan remains one of those miracles that, well, it makes a guy optimistic about life in general. But, you know, I wonder how the restaurants see, restaurant goers are managing New York's pandemic-mandated outdoor dining scene.
1: Well, I can tell you, Tommy, being on the scene uh, there, and of course, um, uh, today, uh, yeah, the, the, the outdoor dining pavilions, I, I don't know, they may still be um in use uh you know most a lot of restaurants and places closed earlier today so i have a feeling that today they may uh, be dormant although starting february 14th valentine's day uh indoor dining at 25 percent does return but today it's a it's a quiet day which you could argue isn't the last 10 months been quiet and it is but uh quiet in a more trudging through snow kind of way
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I do remember how I, I was in Manhattan one time when it was just completely blank and everything shut down. Now, is that it? So is it, it's a Monday, but nobody's going to work. Is that what? what well,
1: happened? you know, again, the work thing hasn't really been happening the last 10 months. But there are people in the stores like, for example, Whole Foods, a few blocks from closed at 1 p.m. because actually the storm will continue all during the afternoon and evening hours into tomorrow. So uh much more they say maybe 18 22 inches or so So it's uh quiet but it is you know even when you know it's been quiet anyway for 10 months uh it's still very zen like very peaceful uh kind of walking through there except when the snow you know hits your face but even then uh, uh tommy i was hoping if there is a local news crew somewhere they got that shot of me almost like Sisyphus going up that hill on 94th street and getting the snow battling it but continuing on that would be a great shot
0: yeah no well scotty yeah. it does it, it would help uh, your image as the great american pedestrian
1: yes it would
0: it's all it it, it 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 you know that that would be a great uh, i mean i i was thinking that that could be a great painting done in the style of david you know who, who would paint the great heroic images of of Napoleon being crowned king, or something like that, and and uh, but this would be or, or, or fighting against uh, the British, or some such thing. And it, it, this is you. This is the pedestrian fighting against the wind, whipping snow in in, in the pedestrian's face. So yeah, I see that as a, a, a great, enormous portrait painting. But I don't think that that uh, uh, and, and it should hang obviously in the National Gallery. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been thinking about uh, that whole uh, glorifying the pedestrian um, movement that we started on this podcast. Yes. And I mean, it does make me and I do want to sort of follow up on a previous podcast that that has been haunting me ever since, uh, where. We've taught. Uh, uh, I I propose, and I'm 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 going to own this. I I proposed an enormous, gigantic statue of the great American pedestrian, that would span both Manhattan and Brooklyn across the East Rib- uh, R- River, um, right? And then you scaled it down to being a human-sized, yeah, uh, life-size, uh, life-size
1: yeah, on an That's- island, maybe on Park Avenue, or, or maybe a more uh, common Man uh, at Street, but yeah, the, the even though yours is a dramatic sculpture, which would cost billions, it would, but it would be it dramatic. That giant sculptures spanning both boroughs and one foot in one one in the other, it would be
0: like incredible. The Colossus of roads, Scotty, yep. I don't know if you remember the Colossus of Rhodes, one of the great wonders of the world that that's gone now and nobody knows whatever happened to it. But it would be it would be something like that. It would statue of liberty. So it would be a huge, huge tourist attraction, you know, uh, um And uh, and I think as we talked about it, 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 we started to think, well, this is really, uh, it, it, you know, this is really, you know, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a huge billions and billions of dollars. Let's go to to a, a human sized statue. But I honestly, Scotty, I don't want to give up on that. I don't want to give up on that. I just wanted to to say to say I think. It can be done. And I th- obviously, we're going to have we're going to need huge amounts of natural resources. And it's uh, it'll be a, an enormously expensive project. But I think it'll it, it'll make everybody want to not only be a pedestrian, but honor pedestrian.
1: Well, no, and I, and I so empathize with that and admire your desire to do so. But uh, I don't want to do anything to dwarf the Statue of Liberty, especially these days after it was so diminished in this last administration. But so maybe if there's a way to do it where it maybe magnifies it, it highlights the statue of liberty. And also does it if you do it on a near a bridge, it sort of my only point is it sort of points towards more car travel or subway travel. Uh so maybe it could be in some area where it's celebrating walking itself. So but it's again but, I agree with you green big but I see uh your point. You know,
0: yeah, I, I I do see your point. So you're saying that to have a, a, a and, and by the way, it would it would also dwarf probably all the buildings of uh, Manhattan as well. Um, now that I think about it, because you figure your legs would be crossing the East River just to traver- just the proportions of it would probably make it the tallest structure in the world by far.
1: Yeah. And again, we should dream big. But I think this is something that we need to discuss and and. So, yeah, but again, uh, now getting back to the.
0: And, and, but I mean, I just, just before we leave that, uh, 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 w- the other thing about it is that, that it, um, you could actually have that shot, you know, the shot of the workers uh, having lunch in the 1930s while they're mm-hmm. building the Chrysler building. Yeah. And they're all sitting, sitting on a be- beam. The good thing about it the, ups, the the upside of the enormous statue is that it, you could have a, something like that, it'd be really cute you 'd have all the workers they 'd be sitting on top of the head of the great pedestrian and they 'd be having lunch. I just well, that would to- be
1: a great shot, yeah, and that would replace the that shot that 's in every doctor 's office because we need a new shot that 's <laughs> iconic, and that would be that would be great, even though it 's unsettling to me uh, that's more there 's no more unsettling than that picture of a guy sitting on a beam you know, 50 stories up eating lunch. I would.
0: Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's
1: yeah, no, I know. It. I just even thinking of that. So, but right. I was tell Tommy, I do think we should, yeah. uh, the, the pedestrian, if there, I, there should be a salute to the pedestrian in the snow. I mean, the one you envision is merely one in all climates, but maybe that's in Minnesota, because right. that's yeah. our Chicago, there could be one in Grand Park of the snow buffeted pedestrian.
0: Yeah, buffeted, like you, sort of that that thing where you're, you're, Forcing your 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 body forward in a forward motion, right? Kind of pitched yeah. over with your head down, and the wind whipping it uh, in your face. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a, a it's a great scene, and the fact that you did it. And I, in a way, though, I I hope that that somebody was like you were saying, you alerted the news people. Did you alert them in time so that was there. You know, were, were there cameras? Was there somebody to interview you? I mean, Well, that's yeah, a good point. You know, you're I probably is, the only person in Manhattan to do that. Yeah, well, what I do is I
1: don't look for the vans, you know, with the satellite thing or look. I just act as if I'm going to be on camera all the time. So I'm always ready. Uh, so I want to, that's why I chose a street that would, where I would be buffeted by snow to have that look. And it was a long walk, great shot good b-roll so i did it not knowing if there was anybody but i just said let me put it out there in case there is a crew they've got it and then now, if an interview follows i'll be happy to do it but but uh, you're ready
0: you're interview ready well sorry yeah. i guess a lot of people were, were, are going to ask me or, and are wondering right now who are listening to this do you before you go outside and and walk on the sidewalk do you first apply makeup uh just so that you'll be camera ready. I mean, do, and, and, and if so, like how, how, what does the wind do to your makeup?
1: Yeah, no, that's one thing I don't do, Tommy. Again, in the case of today uh, and with the snow we kind of wreak havoc and it's, it's a longer shot. If it does get into an interview situation, you know what, Tommy, I go with that, that look, that oh, natural look of uh, just, I'm just a guy on the street. If you look too good, too poised, <laughs> Some people might start to wonder, is he a plant, you know?
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Then it doesn't seem authentic, Scotty.
1: Right. Right. Of course, I want to be well-groomed and and as as much as possible, but not to any unnatural extent, as makeup would imply. But, uh, yeah, but I'm out there on those streets. And, again, Tommy, it is an amazing thing that we all have different weather. You know, again, this world could have been created in a much less interesting way. It could have been okay everybody gets the same weather all the time. I mean, that could have been, I wouldn't have said that's terrible, that, that you would have expected it, but no, there's so many microclimates around the world and you had rain, we had we snow, had a lot of You had our
0: snow, you had our precipitation, but it turned into snow.
1: Yeah, it's rare that it started off, yeah, that actual the storm started in California, that's a determined storm. Can you
0: imagine? And it's just kept going and like a lot of snow, you know, you'd think they would peter out at the Rockies, no. It just said no you know what we're going to keep going i'm going to keep going we're, we're going to make it all the way and, and and can you imagine what that was like like they just kept going they said no we're not going to yeah. stop at the rockies we're going all the way to new yeah. york we're going to go to philadelphia new york and philly they got the uh got the
1: yeah. yeah normally you know usually boston it always gets to be boston like they oh new york didn't get as much but boston and today it looks like we're going to maybe getting the most but you know again in the city It's as you said earlier, it's never our responsibility. We don't have to do any show. There are many people out on snow plows and everything doing a wonderful job getting the streets. uh, Yeah, and you don't have to do it.
0: I don't have to do it. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, I mean, I used to, I mean, as kids, that was our thing shovel the snow, shovel the snow. Wind's gonna blow, but we shovel the snow. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 and, and, and oh, honestly, I mean, I'm making it sound like we're, we're on a chain game. There was no chains, obviously, involved.
1: Uh, me, I mean, the cars had chains. Remember cars when cars used chains. to have to have chains? Yeah. Well,
0: I, I, would t- I was saying how I would drive up to the, to the mountains and the snow up in the mountains, but I would have to put on chains on my car tires, and I cannot do that. I will never, do, like, uh, you, what do you do? You lay them down, and then you drive on them, but you. It, they have to be somehow secured to the. Wind.
1: No, I don't even actually know. I mean, I think my dad had changed. He also had snow tires. Yeah, does that does that even exist anymore? No, like why not? that was the thing oh, getting into the winter. What? Yeah, got to bring so, it in and get right, the, snow the snow tires.
0: Snow tire. I remember that's right. That's definitely not a thing out here, obviously. But people no. go skiing, so it might be. But why not just have snow tires all year round?
1: Well, I think you know what, Tommy. Uh, now this is a case of. You came up with this idea. I think that is the way it is, but you still deserve an incredible amount of credit.
0: <laughs> just have snow tires all year round? Yeah, I mean, that is, I think, I think that's, that's the case. They, but uh, you don't know that. You're just giving a good idea. Tires. They're not any better than snow tires. It's like, uh-oh, there's no snow. Quick, take those snow tires off.
1: You get the inferior, the inferior ones, that, ones good that, are,
0: that are just regular street tires, or, or, or what happens? You'll go skidding around wildly.
1: Yeah. No, I think. But again, this is a great example uh, because I think that's what they did wind up doing. There was one universal tire, but you had a great idea. You said, "Why don't they just come up with one tire, not have to keep changing?" Now, just the fact that someone may have come up with that 12 years no, ago, it doesn't no, take no, away from it. your idea because you don't know that it I was
0: didn't know it. That's the key. Yeah. And that's how ignorance can make you a great man. Because yes. by by not knowing uh, E equals MC squared, you can become the next Einstein and just say, well, I didn't know Einstein came up with E equals MC squared. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. I hadn't heard that. Really? You knew it. You wouldn't say it <laughs> and you wouldn't get any credit. But also
1: I think there's a the quote, the ignorant man is the one who comes up with the most ideas. <laughs> And again it's not ignorance just not knowing know. but you i mean just the, but it, that doesn't mean well of course he came up with it it came out 15 years ago No, but you didn't, didn't know, know it did so you literally doing the exact the same thing same. as the guy who originally a lot of thought work.
0: Of it it's, I, I went through the work yeah. of, of coming up with an idea and uh yeah um the, the internet for example what about that the internet i mean i i mean that's that's a bad example because i think we all know what the internet is but if, if I had come up with it now it wouldn't it wouldn't be no less spectacular that I came up with I, I think you're right Scotty and I don't I, I think there needs to be some kind of award system or, or scholarships something some way to recompense people who come up with ideas long after other people have come up with the same ideas yeah as long as
1: they haven't heard of the that, idea as long
0: as they haven't heard it because no, like, all you have
1: to do is prove that sued. and you get
0: Credit, yeah. i mean that's the that's the i mean these people are often persecuted the 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 people who are come up with ideas after somebody else came up with them you know they're sued or they're you know they say hey you're plagiarizing but that's not uh so, so i mean we, we need to we need to help these people is what i'm saying it, yeah, celebrate, celebrate the ideas it. i
1: i've been once before on this podcast but I, I and i wasn't young enough to say this really i think it was a, maybe it teenager even in my 20s and i was just talking about oh boy restaurants they really mark up the price of drinks they should have a place what if they just had a place where they only serve drinks and it was a point and that's first the first two seconds i thought this is scary it's such an amazing idea that someone just goes uh yeah it's a bar you know and then that it did deflate me i have to say but again
0: but uh
1: so i don't know what category that falls into because
0: I should have known well you and, and there's also that that's an, another category of unsung idea people is the people who just forgot that there was a thing, something that they just invented already. They, they knew yeah, it, yeah. but they forgot. Yeah. I
1: forgot that something was out there. Cause again, I wouldn't have said right. it if I knew if it existed, but
0: the, 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 uh, the genius that they've, uh, that they're exhibiting the fact that they basically had heard about it earlier, but just forgot it. That's,
1: yeah. So why aren't I you know, recognized now that someone of, who later on came up with the concept of a bar?
0: Right. I mean, that, yeah. the father, I mean, you wouldn't be called the father of the bar, but you'd be called the stepson of the bar.
1: Yeah. The, the later, the later, more modern, you know, who didn't of
0: know that there were such thing as bars, but he came up with the idea anyway, much, much later, <laughs> actually quite recently. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to
1: have categories, what we're saying, for various things. Like we came up with this long ago in our, on the podcast about how about getting awards just for ideas. Yeah, You don't have to actually Prove see time. them, or even premises. You don't have to write a whole thing, just just the premise. Yeah. And you get awards for it. I mean, why does it have to be, oh, well, you didn't write it yet. Well, here's the premise.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just award that. And, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't have to be as giant or as heavy for example, as the uh, word's.
0: Uh, set in a medieval village that could get an award i just yeah. set in a middle i'm not saying what set it could be a play it could be a musical it could be a, it could be a a a, a a a a tv series or a movie but and that's the beauty of it so why couldn't that get an award what i just came up set in a medieval village and you could apply it yeah. to anything too and by the way that's that's the other thing is is you make a business out of that? You say, okay, I own set in a medieval village, right? Copyright it yeah. if you want to, you know, use that as a premise. You would come to me, I'm, the, I'm your yep. man. I
1: won't yeah.
0: people. Well, I won't, Scotty. Uh, no, no, they, no, of course not. I'm to charge years. hundreds of millions of dollars for set in a medieval village, but I, I won't. I'll be reasonable.
1: Oh no, because it's you. So often you'll make money on volume. Yeah, On
0: volume. <laughs> yeah. But
1: again, we should reward all levels of things and why, you know, just just anything. I mean, let's have a lot of awards and hopefully ceremonies when we can have those again. Yes. Okay. They're great. They're fun. There's it's a great party afterwards or several. Uh, I don't think we should cut back or make yeah. it, you know, and, and more exclusive. And if we
0: don't have the awards ceremonies, we could still have the parties. I don't know why we can't why oh, we yeah. cancel the party. Obviously, in these time periods yes i mean in this in this uh, challenging era that we have uh zoom parties and stuff and and things like that but i i think that uh yeah i like your uh, award for the best you know for premises for just sort of you know uh um a man a man uh let's see uh, a man finds something on his lawn okay yeah.
1: And then, you know, just just you don't take it any further from there doesn't no. mean that you didn't come up with that. No. Fact, and nominees I, for Best If premise. I took
0: it further, I would not be a premise man.
1: No, no, no. Then you're in just that big pool of people writing <laughs> right. things. I'm
0: just one of those guys. I'm not, yeah. I came up with a man finds something on his lawn. Now, what that thing is, that's up to whoever wants to buy that premise. You can, you can make that whatever you want. And that's the other thing is that you – that's the beauty of these premises. There's You can make of them whatever you want. Like, who exactly man? Maybe the man used to be a woman, too. I mean, there's all that kind of backstory yeah. intrigue.
1: Yeah, no, and also, again, it, uh, somebody once, I, I don't want to drop names, but I remember someone a while back, I believe it was uh, Chris Rock, actually, in the early days or something, and he uh, said something about, oh, you know, Blakeman always has great premises. And, of course, I wanted to say, what about the rest of the stuff I do? But, uh, but again, why couldn't I have written that? Chris Rock says, Scott has the best yeah, premises, premise guy. And, that, and I'd be the premise be guy, the
0: premise guy and,
1: and I'd be in such demand and award winning, of course. And that would be it. It wouldn't be, yeah, but have you written a whole screenplay? No, but I'm the premise and guy. The
0: premise guy. <laughs> you, you came up. Yeah. You, you, and, 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 and the fact that there's no award that you're not getting the, the, uh, um, you know, was, well, the like, uh, accolades, the accolades, right? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, when I think about it, you know, uh, lo- uh, the whole idea of accolades, I'm not even sure I've gotten that many accolades, <laughs> you know?
1: Well, you had great successes that are accolades when a show goes on the air or. The uh, accolades, or I don't know
0: if I've ever gotten accolades. Like, what, uh, like, what exactly is an accolade? Like, what makes it an accolade? Besides, you just say, hey, I saw your show. It was really great. Is that an accolade? Well, it,
1: it can be. I think we should broaden the definition of accolade. It doesn't need to be, I present you the distinguished medal of, or you get a great review, Bafo you know, hit. So I think an accolade should be even just somebody on the street. Hi, sir. Uh, Mr. Mr. Saunders really enjoyed your show. <laughs> And, and and whatever high pitch the voice is, that should be an well, accolade. Exactly.
0: And 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 why just people with shows? That's the thing. I guess that's what was weird to me, the idea that you accolade like you. You were out there and you told us and this was absolutely a true, you know, uh, scoop on this podcast, how you were outside in this very snowstorm that's making all the big news nationally.
1: At, yes, front page. At, at
0: front page. And you were walking against the wind and your head was down. Why aren't you getting accolades? Uh, let, let me just say, I'm going to give you accolades right now, I, but I'm not sure how to do it. Like, what what constitutes an accolade? Like, if I just say, Scotty, that's amazing. You were out there walking against the wind, the, the America's pedestrian, showing us how it was done, never hailing a cab, ever. You, no. uh, uh, and you never punched anybody out of frustration. Nope. Uh, Nothing. Uh, uh, you never broke any windows just to because you were bored. You...
1: I didn't start crying. You didn't
0: start crying. Who <laughs> never? I didn't know that, by the way. That is, no.
1: Yeah, I don't want to get that out there. Yeah. I buried no. the lead. Uh, Resolute. You,
0: the whole time. You buried the lead on that one. You didn't start. Yeah. Start crying. So yeah. why aren't you getting accolades? And and I'm I'm willing to give you accolades. I just don't. know. I mean, is is that? I mean, I, all I've done is just tell, said what you've done. Is that really an accolade?
1: Well, I think by by praising me and by, you know, I think that's That's the uh, the ultimate accolade, and that means that our listeners have the power to bestow accolades upon their fellow man and women.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, also, yeah, uh, people who, who uh, you know, deliver things. Sometimes I'll I'll type accolades for you know when they say, and this has happened to me. Just what what happened to you? They, uh, hey, what did you think of our delivery of whatever it was, whatever product, whatever store it was. (laughs) And and then and then I said plus you know four stars or whatever they you know and then they say, uh, could you please explain it and and and, and be specific. And so so that's when I shut down those things. Oh oh,
1: oh absolutely no I I always like want to give somebody. them like a yeah no that's we had talked about but it, it goes too far. It goes really push five stars easy I'll click five stars. How likely are you to recommend? Yeah. Extremely likely. Happy to do it. Right. Happy to do it and that's <laughs> it. Then. Why do you extreme right? Life? So, then it's work. Then it's homework. It,
0: it no, be more specific, and and, and and criticizes your your. And that's the thing. Is that an accolade? Is that what they want? Please provide an accolade. You know, that's yeah. that's what I think they're going for. They want accolade, and I don't know exactly what makes an app. Is it Bafo? Great, never ha- never before. So wonderful, beyond belief, <laughs> and it's an it app to be public.
1: Well, that's the thing too. I don't like the public, but I like with my dishes that I get from Cook Unity, which arrives today, hopefully even in the storm. I give them such credit. I, I do happily review it because I want it to be available in coming weeks. But I always say the same thing: delicious and filling. <laughs> to me, filling is the <laughs> ultimate Delta. thing. It's the saddest thing. Is yeah, it was good, but it, you know, okay, still hungry. I, I'm going
0: to push back on that just a tiny bit because isn't it true? Not bloating, it but true so- also that you say. That the saddest thing in the w- I- I words are uh, 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 I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not hungry for dinner or something like that, right?
1: Still no, I'm still hungry after <laughs> eating dinner.
0: Yeah, but that's, but I'm always,
1: gonna say it's the saddest yeah, that was... in the in the grand scheme of life, but in terms of food ingestion, you know, you want to have just enough to say, okay, I'm fine, I finished eating. But, uh, but that, so anyway, I, say I do to me that's a compliment. Thing. So it,
0: would that be an accolade? Is my question. I would, yeah, I think that would be very and, good uh, and filling. Like so, uh, quotes Scott Blakeman of,
1: yeah, uh, and
0: then the if Roman they said, of-
1: "What do you mean by filling?" And then I just have to walk away because that's just too much. <laughs> you know? Even that's a lot. Like, <laughs> okay, walk delicious. away from
0: a conversation. That's the
1: uh, yeah. No, then, but then it's kind of inspiring, uh, uh, cathartic because you go, you know what? I don't have to answer yeah, this. Yeah, they don't go me. They don't that's control right. me. I wish them well but I don't have to write a whole review. Yeah, no, I yeah. did that
0: too. And I felt the same way. I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to write up. I'm not <laughs> Clive Barnes. Uh, yeah. I, and, and and you're not paying me Clive Barnes money.
1: Yeah, I don't have the influence of Clive Barnes. If people were hanging on my review of the tilapia parmesan, maybe I would write a little more, but I don't think people... Uh, no all, so, but a lot of work, it's that's it's the, the thing. But for um, no money.
0: And in fact, you paid them uh, for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but again, I have to emphasize, and it should be coming momentarily. Even with this big storm, the people at cook unity will be delivering my uh, four meals uh, momentarily, and I tip my chef's hat, my imaginary chef's hat, to them. Scotty,
0: before we go, one last thing: you're on the tenth floor, are you, or what?
1: A high fifteen. Fifteenth floor, right?
0: I'm on the tenth floor. You're in the fifteenth floor. Can you imagine the snow getting so high that you could just open your window and and ski out of your?
1: <laughs> well, as a, a sled, I if, do if
0: you, it in any window, but not uh, skis. I, skis wrong because I know you don't ski. But if you had a sled or a, you know,
1: some... just like step out and be out a little window.
0: Uh, <laughs> and cause
1: it's yeah. So yeah. Snow. Well,
0: will you let us know if you do that?
1: yeah I mean my concern would be those below me if it's that high oh, that's what I maybe it's fun for me, but everybody down below yeah, is they're all buried in for a while yeah so that,
0: that is, yeah I hope
1: it's yeah I mean a lot of, when they say twenty two inches that seems like a lot, but fifteen stories know, that's that would, you hate to see that, that.
0: Be, you know, it'd be fun for the as you said for the person on the fifteenth floor, but everybody else below yeah. or above it's it's a drag
1: it's not worth putting everybody else through that just for one floor. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, so, uh, it's uh you, you know, I mean that that would be the storm, that would be the sn- I'm just saying that would be the snowstorm of the century, Scotty.
1: That's all. Well, let's again, as we, we always love to do and what a way to end, let's be thankful. Yeah. That's not what the storm's going to be. It'll be a couple of feet maybe at the most and we'll be fine with that and but, uh, but
0: not in 15 stories so that you open no. your window and 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 um you know get put the sled through the window and just sled down you know to the you know wherever you wanted to go i don't know yeah no which again sounds, sounds great for great, the 15th floor yeah. but
1: bad from floors one but, to 14. But we
0: don't we we're glad that that did not happen so let's
1: exactly that's what just we, we revel in the happy things that happen and revel equally in the bad things yeah, that I'm don't reveling, happen that's, uh, reveling uh, equally. that's that's part of the things we're all about tommy and uh So on this snow day in the Northeast, in New York, and a cool and maybe a little rainy day in California, whatever weather you're experiencing right now, wherever you're listening to this, we remain, and I specifically remain sincerely yours, Scott. Yeah, and
0: I'm, I'm still Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.